Hello, movie fans. This is the Rambling Cinephiles, here with another ramble. My name is Josh. My name is Jenny. And we are here to talk about the new surprise film on Netflix that just came out after the Super Bowl, The Cloverfield Paradox. Go Eagles! Eagles suck. Go Pats. Pats clearly suck because they lost. Well, sh- spoilers, Jennifer. <laughs> no, sadly, the Patriots did lose, even though they should have won. Um, but a con a consolation prize is that Philadelphia is destroying itself because of it. So neither of us watched the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> but. <laughs> I'm I'm really excited to see how it's always sunny does this the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. like because that's gonna be so so funny. Yeah, uh, we saw that um, that Mac was at the Super Bowl sitting on the Patriot side, <laughs> and that just makes a lot of sense to us. Yeah, but anyway, anyway, we're here to talk about the Cloverfield Paradox, uh, the new film in the Cloverfield franchise, kind of, sorta. The Cloverfield Anthology. The Cloverfield Anthology, yeah. Uh, so, Jenny, wh- why don't you break down the plot for us? Okay, so I'm thinking I'm thinking that um, the way we should do this is that we, we should go through the plot. Um, we discuss how this movie works as a movie and then discuss how it works within the Cloverfield Anthology. Sounds good to me. Okay. Okay, so let's do that, I guess. Um, So uh, this movie is starring, um, I'm going to butcher some names, Um, Gugu Mbatha-Raw, David Oyelo, and um, Daniel Schul, right? Daniel Brühl. His was the easiest one, and that was the one I messed up. Um, (laughs) uh, So this takes place in... A, in a different dimension than ours. Um, at first, I thought that it was um, in into our future, but just not like a a not very far future. But now I'm pretty sure it's just because it was in a different dimension. That was why they had different stuff. Um, so in a different dimension, apparently that Earth is um, destroying itself. You know, there's no oils run out. There's no resources. Everybody's at war. I can't imagine. You know, with that could possibly be like in a couple of years um so uh gugu and badara plays um this woman named ava ava hamilton ava hamilton who who's uh she has a husband who's a doctor and their two kids died in a fire that was kind of her fault like not directly but kind of her fault um, and she's a astronaut. What was what? What did she do? She's a she's their comms officer. Oh, okay, comms officer. Um, so they have this special device called the Shepherd that's going to get them energy for the planet. Yeah, it's a particle accelerator that's um attached to a space station, um, and it's orbiting around the Earth. And supposedly, if they can get the Shepherd online and stable, they can send that power to Earth. I don't know how they send that power. It doesn't make a lot of sense to me, but that's the plot. Yeah, I'm, well, I can, I can, I'm okay with that because there's a lot of sci-fi out there that the explanation is just because. Okay, shut up. That's true. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. So I can. That's fine. <laughs> um. So they, so they go up there, and they, and they fire off the thing, 
and suddenly Earth is gone. They can't find the Earth anymore. And also there's a lady that's inside one of the panels suddenly and, and she's like teleported there and a bunch of wires are running through her body. That was fun. It was pretty fucked up. Yeah, I was surprised that she survived that. Yeah. Yeah, she seemed she seemed pretty fine. And then they did they did her makeup afterward and everything was fine. Um <laughs> I have I have a whole thing with Hollywood and and having actresses' eyes done up when they should not be done up, but that's a different I'm gonna hold that off for a different movie. Her name is Jensen. Jensen, thank you. <laughs> uh so yeah, uh basically the the particle accelerator like uh sent them to another dimension. Um, and they uh, kind of d- melded with slash destroyed um, the space station, the Cloverfield station from that dimension, um, which is where Jensen's from. Lots of weird stuff happens, like a dude's arm falling off and then crawling around and writing stuff. And, oh, the worms. Yeah, this was probably the most disturbing part of the film um one of the crewmates uh a russian named volkov uh he he starts acting weird like his eye starts uh like swirling around and not being in a position that he wants after the after the incident (laughs) and he starts like talking to himself and, and and he's being very weird and a little schizophrenic i guess and he 3D prints a gun and he's accusing uh Schmidt uh one of the um engineers on the particle a- accelerator that he's sabotaging it because the German uh authority Schmidt is German um told him not to because Germany and Russia are not good friends right now um and uh and so He's about to shoot them, and he convulses and starts having a seizure, and they take him to the the med bay, and he starts, like, puking up, like, explosive vomiting worms. They were worms that they kept on the space station for, like, an experiment, and they were transported into him. Like, they, like... That's why he, he was so freaky, because the worms were crawling around his body, like... It was disgusting. It was horrible. It was like hundreds of worms flew out of his body and then he died. Because you would die from that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And another weird thing that happened with Volkov, uh, it turns out... It it turns out that the gyroscope that that they need to right the ship after the incident um, was transported from its its holding location into his stomach that 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 was another weird thing um we we already talked about Jensen what other weird incidents happened after they got transported um just that uh uh Mundy lost his arm and it was crawling around afterward um the, uh Tam got killed yeah that wasn't i guess that wasn't i mean it was unfortunate but it wasn't like impossible i guess it it was kind of weird like um schmidt is running like a simulation of uh you know getting condensation off of the shepherd in or in order to make it function 
because that was the problem. Like it, it overloaded, which caused the transportation. And as he's doing that simulation, Tam is in another place um, with the door locked and, and uh, condensation starts building up inside of that pod. And it seems like maybe those two are related. And she then drowns and the the uh, bay door uh, to space um, explodes out and freezes everything, including her. Which, do- which doesn't, like, that's not how... That's not how water works in space. It wouldn't freeze. It would just gasify. Well, there's... Let's let's circle back to that. There's okay. there's a lot um there's a lot uh that's kind of like that. Um So before they even leave because we have to talk about what's going on on the ground. Before they even leave, they're they're watching this um uh what I can only imagine is like a weird Fox News broadcast of like some weird guy uh, played by Donald Logue, talking about how, like, oh, if they use the particle accelerator, it's going to open the wor- the doors between dimensions, and there's going to there's gonna be demon monsters in all the times and all the dimensions. And and that's the Cloverfield Paradox. That's what they, they're referring to. Yes. Um, and so on the ground, there's monsters. There's, there's Cloverfield-type, I guess, monsters roaming around the, the planet. Um, uh, back up on the space station, they have a big fight, uh, cause Jensen decides she wants to steal, steal the, the shepherd for, for her earth because she doesn't want them to die, but they kill her and then they find their way back to, find their way back to their own dimension. Um, and, uh, by, by this point it's only Ava and Schmidt left. Everybody else is dead. And, uh, and they get back to their earth and they drop their little pod down there, and as it's dropping, there's a the the little baby Cloverfield monster, but it's huge now. It like pops up out of the clouds, like as they're falling, like it's like its head goes above the clouds. That's how big it is. Yeah, that's ridiculous. I can't like, I'm not entirely sure how big it is because I mean there there are multiple layers of cloud tops, but. It's just that's I mean, a- anything that's anything that big. That's big. That's enormous. Yeah. That I mean, there was always a theory that the Cloverfield monster in the original movie was a baby. Yeah. And this all but confirms it. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Because that, that was just like skyscraper tall. It wasn't. Oh, sorry. That just that was just skyscraper tall. It wasn't. You know, stratosphere tall. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, let's do it as as Jenny says and actually talk about this film just as it is, as a film. Um, which, as Jenny says, is probably how it originally was. <laughs> um, I, I did read that this was... Um, they were producing it as far back as like 2012. Wow. Um, apparently, there was a, a, param- a, like a Paramount like sub-company uh, that, that went under... And I guess kind of like Ten Cloverfield Lane, this kind of got absorbed into it. Um, and apparently there was like a, um, there's like an Easter egg in Ten Cloverfield Lane that was like a, a, an like audio from the ISS, okay, or whatever. But um, but that this 
this script is older than 20 than 12 this script is older than 10 cloverfield lane okay so well well that's pretty cool um i wonder how the movie was without the cloverfield stuff i don't know because i don't know how much actually got you know developed beforehand like because i know 10 cloverfield lane was you know all but done you know script wise before they um before they changed it i don't know how much of this was actually this it could have just been like a concept yeah, because, I mean, a lot of the plot doesn't revolve around the Cloverfield idea, does it? It really doesn't. Like, you could li- you could just exacto knife all the Cloverfield monster stuff out, and it, it wouldn't change the movie one bit. It's like they made an entire, like, plot B uh, involving Ava's husband taking place on Earth that has to do with the actual Cloverfieldness. Kind of similar to how Cloverfield Lane did it, where they just kind of put a Cloverfield add-on at the end of it yeah um but no uh so so we're but we're, we're, we're talking about this film as a movie by, by itself um and it felt like it didn't quite know what it wanted to do like if this is a disaster movie there are so many weird things that it did that makes makes it not feel like it's a disaster movie do you do you uh, well I mean, I, I mean, I didn't really think that it was supposed to be a disaster movie. Well, what was it? A, a sci-fi movie. Yeah, but it's a it's a sci-fi movie about a disaster on a space station, right? Um, I mean, I I mean, I guess. I, I mean, I don't really think you can. You know, anytime there's a space station in a movie, there's going to be a disaster. I don't know that. Yeah, I I don't know. I don't. Mm. Like, okay, was this movie? Was this movie trying to be more like um, the movie Life, where there it there's this alien on a space station, um, and they're just trying to survive that? Like so, in this movie, everyone's just trying to survive the the particle we- weirdness of being being transported to a new dimension. Or is this movie trying to be like Gravity, um, a, a movie about um, Sandra Bullock? Uh, being on a space station on the ISS and and it breaks apart and her having to get back to Earth, um, sort of like shuttle hopping, back back down. Is it is it supposed to be like gravity or is it supposed to be like life? Um, I I think it's supposed to be kind of like more like gravity with like a little bit of Europa Report thrown in. Okay. Man, Europa Report was so good. Now I really want to watch that. <laughs> Um, okay, well, if it's, if it's supposed to be like, like gravity with a little bit of Europa report, what's with all the weird, weird particle shenanigans that happen? What's with like the, uh, the alien chest burster thing with the worms? That's kind of out of, that, that, I just found it to be weird when compared to the rest of the film, you know? Mm -hmm where it's more about like Jensen being transported into this new space this new space station and her trying to take the station back to earth it just the the plot felt weird and a, a, a little jumpy i guess um i i do think it was interesting that they you know were going with like kind of the sci-fi horror thing of um you know smushing the dimensions together made everything all all jumbledy you know how how volkov had the worms and the and the shepherd generator in his stomach and how jensen was stuck in the panel 
Um, and, and I definitely feel like they maybe abandoned that a little too early. Because mm-hmm. um, that was, I mean, it was creepy, definitely. That's exactly what I mean. Like, it was, this movie started out with some horror elements to it, and then it just turned into Jensen's trying to take the 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 satellite back to her her earth it wasn't a horror movie anymore well i mean but that that i i I still don't i don't even know that it i mean i i don't think that this was ever supposed to be a sci-fi horror or a sci-fi disaster movie i think it was just supposed to be a straight sci-fi movie with some horror elements so that 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 didn't that didn't bother me too much um i thought that it made sense for for jensen to to try to steal the shepherd um yeah yeah i mean i think it made total sense too it just to me it felt like it was a little wonky and it didn't know what it really wanted to 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 say i guess Mm -hmm. um what what did you like about the film um i i liked it overall i liked it fine um the 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 I, I want to say the characters were all they they were all right the characters were all right they were a little cliche I guess um, which is fine that that's not always bad um, yeah I don't know it was it was fine it was just fine it was fine like J- Jenny's right it the movie felt a little tropey mm-hmm. like ev- the characters felt a little. I wouldn't say stereotypical, but it just, it felt like a lot of the characters you've seen in other movies, I guess. None of them really had a a personality that stuck out, except for maybe Ava. And her backstory is also a little, a little tried and tested, I guess. I, I, I think it's possible, especially me, because I, I have a soft spot for stupid sci-fi. Um, I wonder how much I would have liked this movie if it wasn't a Cloverfield movie, you know. Well, that's a that's a a great question. Like how how does attaching the Cloverfield franchise to this, splicing in, you know, Cloverfield elements, how does it help the movie or does it detract from the film? Honestly, I I do think it detracts from it because um it just didn't it didn't add anything to it, um, which I guess you could technically make the same the same argument about Ten Cloverfield Lane that the aliens didn't add to it. But at the same time, I I really think that it worked a lot better for Ten Cloverfield Lane. Um, Josh and I have talked about this before. I I never understand the people who say that like, oh, the aliens in Ten Cloverfield Lane just came out of nowhere. You went to see a movie with Cloverfield in the name. You knew you knew you knew what was going to happen. Don't <laughs> complain. Um, but yeah, it's I I think it I think it worked much better for um for ten Clo- for ten Cloverfield Lane just because I don't know like you're you're shut off from the world the whole time. There's always like the pot you always know that there's a possibility that something weird is actually going on outside. <clears throat> Sorry. Um, and I actually I like I like the alien ending to Ten Cloverfield Lane so much better than the planned ending from the original movie. Like, it's just better. That ending is better. How did the original ending go? Uh, The original ending, like, there was a disaster, but, like, when she gets out of the 
place. Like she doesn't know there's been a disaster somehow. And she drives back to, uh, she drives back to the city and like, it's destroyed. And like, that's, that, that's the end of the movie. And, but there, like there, there's no, I don't know. There's no, like, there's no character arc there. Cause her whole character arc was that like, oh, I'm, you know, I always, when things get tough, I always run away. Um, and her, like fighting fighting John Goodman and fighting the alien and and killing it and then like deciding that she's going to go go into the city to help was the completion of her character arc like it worked and the original ending i feel like was just kind of like oh it's there's been a disaster and it's sad and depressing bye so but i this this didn't i didn't feel that way about this i didn't feel like i didn't feel like the the Cloverfield stuff added anything to it I didn't feel like it improved it. Yeah, like so in the in Ten Cloverfield Lane, um, John Goodman is constantly talking about how the aliens have invaded. Do we, does he talk about aliens? I thought he did. Yeah. I don't. I don't know if he talks about it. He talks about like, um, like uh, there's been like a, a gap, like an attack. But I don't think he ever actually says aliens. Like, like I, I actually think he does because he's a, survival, a survivalist. I think he legit does think that it's like the government or the Russians or something. Like he, he's been down in the bunker too. He probably doesn't know anything, either. Oh, man, I, I could have sworn he said something about aliens, but maybe I'm wrong. He does definitely talk about a disaster. Some, yeah. something has happened to the world, and I don't know. Like this. In this film, in the Cloverfield Paradox, it's it feels like everything is everything Cloverfield related is only tangentially related. The monsters that are or demons or whatever you want to call them are only appearing on all of these different Earths throughout many dimensions um, because of this particle accelerator that opened that ripped open space time. It doesn't have anything to do with the plot on the space station. Yeah, and and I also think that um, a big difference is that in t- in Ten Cloverfield Lane, even if you think the aliens are tacked on, like the aliens directly influence the main character, like she directly interacts with them. And this, it's just like the Cloverfield stuff is just tacked on. Yeah, like, they they don't even know that anything's happened on yeah. on Earth with Cloverfield aliens. Things. I mean, her her husband's on Earth. But you don't have you don't even actually see him interacting with the with the Cloverfield monster or any of the whatever monsters. Um, and again, the stuff with her husband you could easily just cut out of the film. I mean, I'm not saying that he that he should be cut out, but he could have been. Yeah, his plot was not engaging at all. Yeah. Like it, it's it's him traveling to the hospital trying to see if. Um, because he's a doctor and trying to see if they're open and trying to help. And, and he finds this girl in the rubble and he takes the girl back to a bunker shelter of a friend that he knows. And then he finds out that his wife is coming back to earth. And he's like, what, what, what are you doing? Did, did you tell them about the, all the monsters that are happening that we didn't get to see? Mm-hmm. And, and then they're like, no, we didn't. Cause they were going through something else right now, dude. And <laughs> end of movie. <laughs> He doesn't do anything. It doesn't add anything to the plot. So why are we seeing it? I wonder if um I wonder if the reason why we didn't get a whole lot of movie monster maybe they blew maybe they blew the budget with all the space station stuff, you know. Yeah, I mean it there was a lot there. Like the the space station looked really good. It did. 
It did. I I was reading on um I was reading on Wikipedia that um uh they they pushed because this was originally supposed to be theatrically theatrically released. They kept pushing it back. Um and I think Netflix Netflix was in talks to get it and apparently like they want I guess they wanted to sell it to Netflix because uh they were concerned that they that they'd um spent too much money on it for it to be theatrically profitable. So <laughs> Well, you know, running an ad in the Super Bowl saying, "Hey, this is on Netflix after the Super Bowl is a good way to make your money back." Does that how does that even work with I mean, Netflix doesn't even release its metrics. No, they don't. How do you even? How do you even know? I mean, you don't know unless Netflix tells us. That's true. Or maybe they were just happy with whatever Netflix was paying them. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, surely Netflix paid a, a flat amount at first, right? And then they were like, "Oh, and and we can show this on Netflix as much as we want because it's now ours." Mm-hmm. And they're just like, "Hey, get a Netflix subscription and you can see this awesome show that everyone's talking about after the Super Bowl." Although, who doesn't have a Netflix subscription now? Or have a password to someone that you know who has a Netflix subscription. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so how do you think this worked in the grander Cloverfield mythos? Okay, so like I said, the... Let me get comfy. Ugh. Let me get comfy. Come here, Jen. Yeah. Yeah. I'm Snuggle. sorry. Yeah. Okay, so in the grand Cloverfield scheme of things, this is the reason, like this disaster on the sh- on the space station, on the Cloverfield space station, is what leads to the monster uh, landing on Earth in the original Cloverfield movie. That monster is, I guess, a baby version of the monster that we see at the at the end of this film, and. And uh, there are, and there are, I assume, uh, monsters that show up on a lot of different Earths, which is, which is, I guess, the reason why, um, like, why maybe Ten Cloverfield Lane takes place in a different universe than the original Cloverfield. Does it? I don't know, but there's definitely a case to be made that they do now. That's true. So so that's basically how it takes place. Like that that's how th- these three movies combine together. The original Cloverfield uh it only occurs because of the disaster in this movie. And somehow Ten Cloverfield Lane also works in there. Um but that's really it. And does does knowing that now add anything to the Cloverfieldness? No, I I think they kind of blew their load on that one. Yeah. Like the the draw of okay. The first Cloverfield movie was just okay. Um I I I liked it. I know a lot of there were plenty of people who didn't like it. I enjoyed it, but it wasn't like amazing. No. Um, the, the thing that got everybody hyped about it and got everybody kind of into it was the, was the ARG aspect of the film, which they continued for a while, which they continued with 10 Cloverfield Lane. And so if you're going to make your whole franchise 
about just like telling little snippets of the story and planting clues so so fans who are super into the ARG can piece together the answers for themselves, then why are you going to just make a movie that just tells you everything? That's a very good question. Like, where is the mystery now? Yeah, because I, I know now. I mean, I guess I don't know what the monsters are or te- or technically where they come from. Um, unless it's just, I guess maybe like when the when the shepherd did its thing, it didn't just it didn't just smush the two stations together. It smushed a, like a lot of dimensions together, like parts of a lot of dimensions together. Yeah, yeah, I I think that's it. Um, but. But I mean, it, it doesn't really matter what the Cloverfield monsters are. All all that matters, you know, whether they're aliens or demons or whatever, that the the movies want you to think they are. What what matters is what we know um, about them getting to Earth, right? Because there was all this mystery about was it was this thing always here on Earth in the original Cloverfield movie? Like, was it did we awaken it somehow? I think like some of the ARG was talking about that, like mining or drilling awakened it or did it fall to earth? Like we see at the end of the film or did 10 Cloverfield lane, are there Easter eggs hidden in there that maybe explain it better? Like this film's answer to all of that is just, Oh, they're just in interdimensional beings that arrived on earth because we opened up a little pocket in space time. And I'm I am sure there there is ARG stuff in this. Uh, they they do have a nod to the the slusho. Was yeah. that what it's called? Slusho. Uh, they do have a nod to slusho. Um, there's like a little slusho bobblehead. Um, and if you don't know what that is, I guess just Google it. It's you know it's part of the thing. It's part of their whole thing. Um, I I don't I don't know about that. Um, the the disease that that the husband mentioned i thought those are really weird uh i did look it up um and it's apparently this thing that uh it's it affects your your joints and your bones it like bends your your fingers permanently oh it's a real thing yeah it's it's a real thing it's a very rare like uh genetic disorder um it's a like a rare mutation or whatever um that sounds horrible um it's a Okay. So it's called camp Camptodactyly arthro- arthropathy coxivera pericarditis. Um, uh, Campodactyly is a medical condition that causes one or more of your fingers to be permanently bent. Um, arthro- arthropathy coxivera is like a, a joint disease that causes inward curvature of the hip. And pericarditis is inflammation of the sac-like tissue surrounding the heart. Um, so, and there, and I, I looked up all those things individually to find out what all the terms meant. Um, and then there was like a, a Google suggestion for the whole thing, because I imagine everybody was Googling it. (laughs) Um, (laughs) and they do, it does have a Wikipedia page. The Wikipedia page was created in January, 2018. What? Oh, it didn't have one before. Apparently not. Is this a real disease? I, I honestly don't know. Uh, I don't, I don't know enough about, um, I mean, it, it had enough medical jargon, um, but I don't know, uh, they, 
there so there might be something there might be something there uh, i mean they and they actually did link to like actual like you know nih articles um but i i don't know how much those actually talked about the thing so maybe it was just like the articles were just talking about how the how the disease could exist maybe well i mean uh Aspects of it are, are definitely real. Like the camptodactyly is is an actual thing. Mm-hmm. Um, pericarditis obviously is an actual thing, um, and this could be an actual thing. I don't know. Um, the Twitter, uh, Donald Logue's Twitter, the weird Fox News alien demon guy, um, had a Twitter account, um, which I immediately looked up, and it, the the Twitter does exist, but uh, it hasn't tweeted at all. And they also joined in January twenty eighteen coincidence hmm that's really strange so so i imagine there's going to be a lot of there is going to be a lot of you know arg stuff that everybody's going to be going to be looking at um but not not to throw you off yeah yeah but how what is there left to know like what more do you need to know about the cloverfield about what happened in the original Cloverfield to make this this entire scenario occur. I'm I'm confused about okay, so clearly um the first Cloverfield and the the dimension of the first Cloverfield and in this one are different. Yeah. Um and it's also now we can I guess it doesn't really matter for 10 Cloverfield Lane. Let's just assume that 10 Cloverfield Lane is in the same dimension as the first one, just for for the sake of ease. Um, It's obviously also not in the same dimension as Jensen's dimension because Jensen's dimension also had the Shepard technology and the the European War and all that stuff, which wasn't in the first movie. So if this is already interacting with more than... This is at least four universes so doesn't it stand to reason that there would be more problems and why is it that the cloverfield monsters are the ones that are crossing over into all three that's a good question um so so if you're just gonna throw like the four universe theory out the window and say that well it just it just uh created like a like a mesh of you know, all the universes or like a billion or whatever, like a, like a tiny little like vector point of universes. Um, Again, why, why is it just these Cloverfield monsters? Why is it not like other weird stuff that's happening? Weird stuff like what? I don't don't know. Like there could be, there could be a dimension where the dinosaurs never died and you could just, there could just be a dinosaur. Yeah, that's true. You know, I mean, anything, it could be anything. And I just. Maybe these Cloverfield monsters are like beings that inhabit space time. And so the reason that they're in every dimension is because that's, that's where every dimension opened up to. Maybe that's, that's possible. That's possible. Um, I don't know. My my theory is that until they acquired this movie and started making it about Cloverfield, they did not know where the aliens came from either and just decided, hey, wouldn't it be cool if... 
Oh yeah, absolutely. Like this this doesn't feel like it ties into any of the other Cloverfield stuff at all. Although there's I'm sure there's going to be somebody who unearths like a like a Russian language YouTube comment on a U- on a video from 4 years ago that proves me completely wrong cuz that's how this ARG stuff works. But <laughs> Like they they had no clue where yeah. those Cloverfield monsters came from in either uh, Cloverfield or Ten Cloverfield Lane, and they're just using this film that they acquired as an excuse to explain all of that shenanigans. Um, I mean, it's it's good. It's an entertaining movie. Um, it's just it's like Jenny said. Maybe they blew their load a, a little bit in giving us all of this information. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe don't make the entire movie about why the Cloverfield monsters, uh, why they showed up in the first place. Just make it tangentially related, like Ten Clo- Cloverfield Lane. Yeah, I, I feel like they could have kept a lot of it, even the stuff with the shepherd, um, if they hadn't like specifically been like, oh, this is going to open up all all the dimensions. Because really, like if if they'd done the shepherd thing and jump dimensions. And uh, then suddenly there were Cloverfield monsters. I like I wouldn't have really questioned it. No. I, I you know I would just been like, oh, okay, this is this is another piece. This is another piece of the puzzle. <laughs> but instead, they gave us like most of the puzzle, and it's a stupid puzzle. Yeah, I'm a little disappointed in that aspect of it. I was really excited for a new Cloverfield movie, mm-hmm. and this just kind of puts all of the air out out of my sails you know yeah like if they're gonna make another one i'm not gonna be as excited for it now because now i think i know most most everything but i mean maybe you don't maybe i don't i mean prove me wrong audience comment below and tell me how we're completely wrong the the thing about this about this podcast is that we always talk about this we are literally sitting down to record this minutes after we watched it. This is how we do almost all of our episodes. So the chance that we are wrong about something is like 100%. Absolutely. <laughs> we are definitely wrong about something here. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I I personally would say, even though I wouldn't call the movie, I, I don't think the movie by itself was like, you know, groundbreaking or anything, but I definitely enjoyed the the movie by itself more than I enjoyed it as, as part of the Cloverfield anthology. Yeah. I I would agree with that. Like the movie itself, if, if, if you just cut out all the, all the Cloverfield stuff would it's have been solid. fine. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's solid. Making it a Cloverfield movie detracts from it. Mm-hmm. Um, that that's our opinion anyway. Yes. And, and we're right. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you, do we want to do final scores now? Um, sure. Okay, so I'm going to give the film, I think, a four out of five. If if you like sci-fi, if you like disaster films or space shenanigans, you're, you're, you're going to like this. This is a good use of your time, and it's on Netflix, so you're basically free anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you like Cloverfield, you're going to be disappointed, but it's something that you probably need to watch if you're a fan of the franchise. Yeah. Um, I'm going to give it a a good um yeah i'm i'm going to give it a good you know when i was watching it i i thought that they were going to do like a like a literal go back in time thing because they kind of like alluded to it like uh cuz you know the the earth the earth disappeared and um somebody said something about like oh you can't go you can't go back in time and change things or and, you know they just say it kind of off the cuff but i was like oh 
Okay. Um, but not only was like, cause I, I was worried that this was going to be a ripoff of Odyssey five. What is Odyssey five? Um, it's, it was a, like an early two thousands, um, Canadian sci-fi show on Showtime. I've never heard of this before. This is the first time that I've heard of this. Um, it's about a it's about a group of astronauts. They they go up into space, not for you know the reasons in this movie. I think they just go up there for for fun, for for like a routine thing. Um, and the Earth blows up. Oh. Um, and then uh, they're they're taken by some kind of like alien something. Um, like back in time, like a few years to try to figure out what happened so they can stop it. And I was like. I've seen this, but I know what this is. I've seen this before. <laughs> and that's not what they did. So I'm, I'm glad they didn't rip off a little known Canadian sci-fi show. <laughs> did, did that show last a while or? Um, I don't, I don't know. I don't think so. I, I didn't, I didn't see like all of it. But yeah, I, I don't think it lasted a super long time. No. Like it, it would have been weird if the film had like gone back in time and gone to the actual dimension where the original Cloverfield movie takes place. But I feel like maybe that would have worked in the film's favor a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Instead, like tying it directly into the first Cloverfield movie, really lean on that if you're going to talk about the origins of the Cloverfield monsters at all. Mm-hmm. I feel maybe that would have been a better decision than uh, what we got. Was was the 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 picture the footage of the debris of the station that's in the movie like the de, like in the other dimension the debris that falls into the ocean is that the same footage of the same uh the same debris or whatever that's in like the the ARG stuff like wasn't there something like debris in the ocean yeah like there like at the end of the original cloverfield something mm-hmm. falls from the sky um, while the two main characters are on like a, a Ferris wheel weeks before the disaster happens. Mm-hmm. And no one knows what that is, which caused this whole ruckus. <laughs> and But, I mean, I don't think that's what that is, though. Oh, actually, you know, that kind of makes sense now that I'm thinking about it, because um, if there was like a weird dimension merging and the and Jensen's Cloverfield Station, like broke apart that it makes sense that debris from that cloverfield station would end up in different universes oh that's actually kind of clever do you think that's what they were going for maybe maybe mm-hmm. hmm. that would be pretty clever mm-hmm. I, w- I i would buy that explanation but they still shouldn't have explained it no they shouldn't <laughs> um cloverfield has a very warm place in our hearts because cloverfield going to see cloverfield was actually our first date it was it was a good movie. It it was a good date movie, anyway. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, do you have anything else to add? I don't think so. Uh, like I said, it was it was good. Um, if if you don't care about Cloverfield, watch it. You you won't you won't miss anything if you don't care about Cloverfield or you've never seen it. You won't care. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you don't need to know anything about Cloverfield to watch this film. Um, mm-hmm. it does a good job at explaining what you need to know. Uh. And if you do like Cloverfield, watch this and prepare for a little bit of disappointment, in my opinion. But let us know what you thought of it. Yes. Um. Anyway, folks, that's going to wrap us up for today. We want to thank you for listening to us ramble on for like 45 minutes. Dear f- 
Christ. <laughs> um, uh, let us know what you thought of this podcast. Uh, give us a thumbs up wherever you are. Subscribe to us wherever you are. Uh, we have a Twitter at Ramble Cinephile and also a Patreon, patreon.com slash rambling cinephiles. So, you know, throw us a dollar if you feel like it. Yep, we will love you anyway. We will. <laughs> but we'll love the ones who gave us a dollar more. Ouch. <laughs> All right, folks. Thank you for listening, and we hope you have a great week. Bye. <laughs>